Like Retribution, I'm here to destroy the show from within by becoming its champion. And as the kids on the internet would say, he's got the cake. I wish you wouldn't have said that, Chuck. (laughs) (laughs) This is the saddest episode of the show ever. (laughs) Neither of you know what is going on. Erica, we need you. If you're listening. Um, After that finger point of doom of a round, we have Nate with six points and Shawnee and Justin with one. I guess thank God for Hubert. Thanks for adding pressure. Um... I took away the pressure, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to this week's One Fall Show. I'm your host, Chuck Bean, for a show that is one part wrestling discussion and one part game show. We've got three panelists, as always, and somebody to help me keep score. And right now, I'm going to introduce them before we get started. And boy, oh, boy, is there a bunch of wrestling to get to. Joining me on the uh, on the basically the referee side helping me with the questions and of course helping me to keep score is as always miss erica bennis hello dear uh yeah lot just a weird ass another weird ass week of wrestling a lot of stuff a lot of stuff in the ring a lot of stuff out of the ring like probably a lot of things we won't even get to so i i'm i'm already looking forward to our 60 second rack up wrap up rack up jesus christ i can't even talk i'm not drunk i swear (laughs) not yet not yet. Not no, yet. This this is water. This is water. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, joining us on our panel, starting with uh, one half of the Sunshine Buddies, the $21 man, Mr. Shawnee Constant. I'm not sure what the Sunshine Buddies are, but I am the $21 man, and I am the champion. How are you doing, <laughs> sir? It is good to be here. I understand I that, uh, that Mr. Valentine had a little uh, powwow with his buddy over there. Uh, apparently, he started his own show without us, Chuck. Um, I have a feeling that he's up to no good. I've uh, heard rumblings of that. I refuse to acknowledge it, and uh, I'm just going to move forward as far as that's concerned. In fact, I'm going to kick him down to the end of the uh, introductions. Because, uh, I like the it. best for last. Beat it, exactly. nerd. Uh, joining us also, of course, is our multi-time champion, probably our, our the guy who has the champion the most, or the Ric Flair of the One Fall Show, if you will, Mr. Nate Bender. You know what? Uh, it, it took you a minute to to get there, but you finally got there. I am perfectly okay with the comparison to the great one, Ric Flair. And you've got some fantastic robes to go with it. Can't so. wait for Nate to start blading. <laughs> Oh, Jesus, <laughs> not that kind of game. Um, also joining us on our panel is uh, Mr. Justin Valentine. Oh, man. You know what? I did have a little powwow with my buddy, Nate. And you know what? We talked about how last week was a little bump in the road. But, you know, best friends always come back, bounce back, you know, higher than we were before. We're excited. Not right, as high Nate? as me, Chuck. Who is? <laughs> you know what? You know what? Fuck it. I'm throwing today. Forget it. Uh, I I am so tired of you, Justin. This is this is your oh, fault. Lord. You did this. Oh. He's 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 joking. It's cool. Let's get. To the I'm game. not. Cool. I'm, watch it. me. He's the Ric Flair of the game. He's got, watch he's me. Rick freaking Flair. He's good. Justin's going to be pregnant by the end of the show. <laughs> My God. All right. A very eventful <laughs> one fall show. And we're all we haven't even gotten to the questions yet. The questions I'm speaking of come to us in three different flavors. That means there's three rounds with three questions each. The questions worth one point and two points and three points, respectively. Correct answers. Net a player full points. And if the player is unsure of an answer after the five second count, 
then, uh, you know, throwing us an entertaining incorrect answer, always worth the point at the just judge's discretion. We'll start off with the champ, Mr. Uh, Mr. Shawnee Constant, and we'll start this week at uh, a, well, a category we may need to change the title of after the after WrestleMania. Talk, talking about the Wednesday Night War. Shawnee, are you ready? I am ready, Chuck. Speaking of that, looks like we may have to come up with a new title for our AEW and NXT questions after news of NXT reportedly moving to which night of the week after WrestleMania? Tuesday night, Chuck. Tuesday night it is. That's one point for you guys. Um, I know that we've... Uh, We've talked extensively on this show about the problem with having NXT and AEW go head to head. What are you guys' thoughts on moving NXT over to Tuesdays? I think it's great. Um, it'll get me watching NXT uh, more frequently. Uh, I would have preferred Thursday personally, but you know, I guess the uh, that's that I can't get too greedy. I, I watched NXT this week and enjoyed it, but uh, I'm really, really dug into AEW. So um, I'll be interested to see when the changes actually made if they're able to keep my attention or if they've already sort of lost me to AEW for the time being. I mean, it makes sense also for the sake of when you have two shows on the same night, you automatically assume that's the rivalry, but it's not. It's AEW versus WWE. Even the most hardcore WWE fans put NXT secondary on their list. I wish Shawnee though. I kind of, would have preferred Thursday night just because you, ha- I mean, I don't watch Impact regularly. Sorry, Chuck, but you do have Impact on Tuesday night. Thursday is kind of a, a blank night. So for wrestling fans, it would have been five nights a week, five, you know, re- you know, wrestling shows if you do watch it all. But no, I think it definitely makes sense for the product. I think it makes sense to let people know that the rivalry is with WWE, not NXT. So, so please stop comparing the two so much because that happens way too often and it's not fair to compare i mean you got one that's treated like the minor leagues of their company and then you got one that is what it is and that is you know the head show and it you know it was never a fair comparison so good for nxt hopefully can get them uh going in the right direction when it comes to fan base ratings and such yeah you know uh, if they move it to tuesday night i may be more inclined to watch nxt i don't know that it's going to make it a better program um, but I may, it may increase the odds of me watching it as it is. I think the, the biggest impairment to actually watching a full week's worth of wrestling at this point is that I can't just watch them all, you know, on, on different nights. Um, it, it's, it's really starting to, uh, to, to become, cause like, then I got to binge like seven hours worth of wrestling on a Saturday and that's a lot like it's a lot to do, um, you know, SmackDown and uh, NXT and try to fit impact in there as well. I, th- I think that this is ultimately a good idea, but I think that it was always a bad idea to try to counter program AEW. I think wrestling fans aren't really interested in seeing WWE trying to compete with anyone because the theory that that might make their programming better didn't work. It didn't pan out at all. It's made the programming arguably worse. So maybe WWE shouldn't be so worried about their competition. Maybe they should just kind of focus on being WWE. Yeah. And when it comes to the comparison of the two, I think it's important to remember that that started with the before times, right? And not only uh, were the crowds a big deal, but the full sale crowd was an engine that felt like an indie. 
And Triple H is a promoter that feels like a modern wrestling fans promoter. So in those ways, you sort of had Paul Levesque's or Triple H's promotion going up against Tony Khan's promotion. And we wanted to see which could captivate the modern fan more. And when you had that crowd there at Full Sail, um, it really felt like a grassroots experience watching every week. Now, that's been lost regardless of what day, uh, night it's going to be on. It sounded like they were going to start touring anyway had the pandemic not started. So it would be very interesting to see where we were now. Uh, but, um, you know, I think a year from now, we're going to have a much better understanding of what the wrestling landscape is versus this sort of really strange period we we've been you know uh, people like us doing podcasts have been like really been micro analyzing day by day you know it'll be more, right. more of a natural more natural to the world that is a year from now right now it's still very it seems like a very unnatural experience all right let's move on to our second question and move over to the other show that's on wednesday nights at least currently and that is aew the young bucks confronted chris jericho and mjf on dynamite this week following their attack on pop buck last week what did matt jackson say chris jericho would be doing if it wasn't for aew curtain jerking on the network erica i will accept that answer because he did get the uh the turn of phrase that sure. I was hoping to hear, which was curtain jerking, which yep. is just a fun thing for me to say in here. So <laughs> Mazel Tov. Good job. All right. Yeah, we had curtain jerking at the performance center here is the official answer, but here we'll we'll take the two points for it. Uh what do you guys think this exchange means heading into tonight's revolution match? And uh what do you you know, I, there's so much to talk about as far as revolution concerned. I'm sure this isn't the only time we'll get to it. I'm looking forward to it. You know, there's no doubt that AEW has been a tag team oriented promotion and we've got some good tag team stuff going on. I think that we'll also uh, be likely to see something interfering in this match to get a, a more development in the elite storyline. And the fact that the, uh, the inner circle is involved might suggest that we can start to see some opposition growing. You know, we really haven't seen that yet. We've, we've only speculated, much like we're speculating on these special guests that are appearing tonight, we've sort of been speculating on singles matches and who might face who, where, and when with this whole biz quiz, uh reuniting. But, you know, at some point, I think we're going to have to start to see the formulation of a real oppositional force. And uh, maybe that's something we'll start seeing tonight. Can I get some consistency in the Bucks storytelling in their part of, of the company? Because this is the most inconsistently told story of a tag team or of any wrestler I've ever seen. Like, it's legitimately getting irritating to watch at this point because it's like, okay, well, they had set up this whole thing with, uh, you know, Gallows and Anderson, where it looked like the, they were going to do title versus title. But then it got sort of sidetracked with the whole thing with the inner circle. And now Gallows and Anderson are helping the Bucks dad into the into the ambulance. It's just it, like, where are we going with this? It was not even six months ago that the Bucks were like turning heel for three weeks to be able to beat FTR as if that made any sense. Um, it's just, it's so inconsistent and all over the place. And it's like they, their character motivations 
serve moments, individual moments, not storyline, but hey, I've got this idea of a moment that I've seen before on wrestling television, and I'm going to recreate that moment, whether it's the, you know, their dad bleeding all over the truck or whether it's, you know, super kicking uh, backstage talent like Shawn Michaels. Uh, like, I, I, I do not understand what the fuck they're going for. And I, I like I, I would much rather them tell a story as opposed to try to recreate cool viral wrestling moments that they've seen before. Yeah, I, I could not agree more with Nate. I mean, best friends agree a lot uh, when it comes to the young bucks. I swear makes, to God, Justin, <laughs> I swear to God. It, it makes no sense. We'll get to that later. It makes no sense when you have them, you know, clear heel storylines to clear babyface storylines. I've always been skeptical of the young bucks before because I feel like their matches is like a circus and there's too many plans set up spots throughout that match. It doesn't look organic and natural. And that was far before all of this. And now you got this inconsistency of are they good guys? Or are they bad guys? Are they with Kenny Omega? Are they against the, uh, the good brothers? Are they with the good brothers? So on and so forth. Uh, as for the match, I mean, I think the match is going to be all right. I think I'm looking forward more to the storytelling of the match than the actual match uh, itself. Uh, I think this is a good point to push Sammy Guevara at some point within this match, whether it's robbing Jericho and MJF of the titles or, you know, what I personally think will happen with Jericho and MJF winning the titles and then Sammy Guevara taking them out afterwards. That is something I'm looking, hoping to see out of this match more than the actual match of who is going to come out as uh, tag champions here. Let me just ask you this, Erica, before we wrap up this question, did you enjoy the, uh, the double leg drop table spot this week? That felt like a classic Bucks moment, right? Where you're seeing one of them set up and then the way the camera arranges, you see them both crashing at the same time. It was pleasing to the eye, but the thing that kind of concerned me was the way that um, Matt Jackson landed and he was clearly kind of like, you know, I don't know if he was selling a rib thing or if he potentially actually hurt his ribs again. Um, but we'll, I guess we'll see if he's all taped up and, and, and whatnot. But it was it was very just visually nice for me as well. All right, let's get to our third and final question. Moving back over to NXT, they had an outstanding match between Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler and Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai for the Women's Tag Championships. The match, however, had a controversial finish for three points. Shawnee, how did the match end? I had it on, but I honestly do not know the answer to this question, Chuck. I hate you, and uh, I hope you never ask me another question again. <laughs> okay, that's f- absolutely fair. I, that we'll uh, we'll see how that plays out over the rest of the episode. You see what uh, I'm Nate, dealing with? You've got uh, you've got an opportunity to steal three points here. What was the finish to the Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Raquel Gonzalez, Dakota Kai tag match? Adam Pierce got involved and made sure that. Uh, Naya and uh, Shayna retained. Uh, Erica? Uh, I, I will accept that. Okay. Sounds good. Three points for Mr. Nate Bender. Job, Yay buddy. for Wrestle Talk. Thank you. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think this means for the women's tag championships moving into uh, WrestleMania season here? We're about six weeks out. So I'm hearing a rumor, and I hate this rumor, FYI, that NXT is poised to introduce their next title which is a women's tag title for Hmm. nxt 
someone throw this company off of a fucking bridge and put it out of its goddamn misery. Why? Why would you do that? You have four women's tag teams between Raw and SmackDown. And the the only part that makes the women's tag titles interesting is that they can go and be defended on NXT as well. Why would you do this? This is a horrible idea because guess how many women's tag teams are in NXT? Well, there's Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez and, oh, Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter. Right. That's it. Oh, Ember Moon and Shotzi. Shotzi, Shotzi, Shotzi. The rest of them, you are duct taping two singles wrestlers together, and I hate that. There's no reason that Ember Moon and Shotzi need to be, you know, duct taped together for any reason. They have enough talent on their own as singles competitors. They do not need to be put into the tag division. What is happening in this company? I hate this. Make it stop. I hope you're wrong with that rumor. I agree with you. That is horrendous, but I don't I don't know that that makes sense, too, with what happened last week. I don't know why Adam Pierce making sure that Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler retain would then lead to them making NXT women's tag titles. It doesn't make much sense to me. What I'm hoping it is, I don't know how per se, but there's a two-night WrestleMania. I expect NXT to be involved in WrestleMania. Um, I expect the... I think it sound like it. Doesn't sound like it. Sounds yeah, like they're going to be disappointed. A, a two night uh, Wednesday and Thursday night takeover. Takeover. That's what I was hearing week. too, and yeah. that's that's and that Turn doesn't in. make much sense. I don't know that the with the women's tag titles on NXT. I don't know that that makes sense though for what happened last week. I the way William Regal pushed it, it's something big for NXT, right? And I think the only thing at least storyline wise when it comes to the nxt superstars of how they can push it is that somehow they're going to be more involved in the main roster when it comes to those titles again i'm not sure how i am confused by this too but nxt women's tag titles makes no sense even if they continue to create tag teams go uh, moving forward would this concept work if somehow regal wrestled the tag titles that exist now to nxt exclusively I think, yeah, that's that's a way yeah, better way to set that up. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's it's the kind of thing of like you, you you're not even utilizing the thing you have already. Why are you going to make another version of it? Absolutely. Uh, right. I mean, you don't. That's the thing is there's not even enough tag team legitimate tag teams on the main roster to make this work. So why are we splitting this off into two? It, again, that that makes absolutely no sense. So again, I hope that rumor is wrong because man, that's going to be, that's going to be even tougher than what we're watching right now with the women's tag titles. And, and by the way, speaking of duct taping two singles competitors together, I please, please. Can we end the reign of Jaxler? I love Shayna Baszler and I, I need her to go back to being uh, a singles wrestler because she is just so uh, just so uh, I'm trying to uh, the only listen, the only term that's coming to mind and I'm this is not a joke, but she's so weighed down by Nia Jax that it's just fucking ridiculous. I feel really bad for her 
She should be having a way better main roster run than having to team with my hole. You're not wrong. You're not wrong in the least. Erica, we're at the end of the first round. Where do the points stand? Sorry, I'm still recovering from that. Uh, my it's, whole line. It's still too late. Uh, <laughs> a month any, later. Anywho, uh, we got Shawnee and A tied with three points each. Justin yet to get on the board, but he will kick off round two. Well, and I guess Justin has to kick off the second round. I'm, um, <laughs> all right. I'm so excited. <sighs> All right. Well, let's talk about uh, the news and notes around the ring. Oh, you would do that to me. <laughs> that is that's rough. That is, that's rough, man. Uh, starting off with one point, 2021 continues to be just as weird as last year with Randy Orton beefing with a rapper on Twitter who said rap game faker than WWE, which rapper tweeted the ill-advised statement. Soldier boy. Yeah, it's soldier boy. You that's the only soldier boy I know. <laughs> What's Ooh, up? What do you guys that. think of this beef? I mean, it doesn't necessarily surprise me when it comes to Randy Orton. I mean, he this over the last year, I don't know if it's I mean, he's always been outspoken, but especially over the last year, he's been more uh inclined to put his opinion out there and you know, clap back at people, whether it be fans or other wrestlers or other celebrities on social media. I mean, it's I've heard rumors of people thinking that it's a work that people thinking that they're going to want. This is going to be the next celebrity addition to WWE kind of like bad bunny is doing right now. I don't think that's the case Um, because of the things that were said in this exchange back and forth. I don't think that is something that WWE would be, uh, you know, pushing for. And uh, if that's the case, then they did it wrong. Uh, But if it is just legit, it's an old argument when it comes to wrestling. And it, I just laugh at it when anybody, whether it be personally or celebrity wise, say something like that. Like, sure, it's fake, but so is all the rest of the TV that you watch. So Ernie's going to carn, Chuck. Yep. If this is doing anything except building towards Bad Bunny versus Soldier Boy at WrestleMania, ha! this then this is a waste of time. And I if it like, is building to Bad Bunny versus Soldier Boy Wrestle Mine, uh, it is then it is also a waste of time. Yes, you are correct. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Very much I so. I did like Biggie's tweet that he was hoping that this was just fuel to bring back the Def Jam fight for New York franchise in the video game world. Fair. You know, Fair you know, funny story about that. That was actually the engine that was supposed to be used for the next WCW game, except WCW imploded on itself. I love that that fight for New York, that sequel. I I would I would play any wrestling. I would play a TNA game using that fight for New York engine. Jesus. All right, let's move on to our second question and talk about the National Wrestling Alliance. The NWA is alive after past matches with other programming was removed from the promotion's YouTube channel. Billy Corrigan confirmed the promotion is heading to what streaming service? I did see this too. Um, Come on, you got five seconds. I understand, Chuck. Uh, um, one. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, freaking two. I saw this, but I can't remember Hulu. It was not Hulu. I'm sorry to uh, sorry to report there. Let's move things over to uh, Mr. Shawnee Constant. Shawnee, do you have the answer to this question? Well, uh, is it fight? F I T E. Yes, it is Fight TV for two points. So uh, congratulations on that. We didn't get to discuss the uh, NWA, what was going on with it last week, but that was when all the programming disappeared from YouTube. What do you guys feel this move uh, has in store for the NWA? 
I was probably the biggest NWA fan on the panel uh, when it was existing on YouTube. Um, since then, the pandemic and uh, problems with one of their owners has pretty much caused the roster to get gutted. Um, I'm not particularly excited for a return, and I'm not going to pay a subscription fee if that's what's required to see it. So, unfortunately, I had a lot of fun watching for one year, but I think that that might be my uh, my experience with NWA. Yeah, uh, listen, I didn't watch Power, and uh, I, I understand that they had some talent and uh, may not have access to that same talent anymore, um, which is unfortunate, you know. Uh, NWA are going to have to go through a big uh, rebuilding phase, but here's the, here's the thing. The list of available talent is slowly drying up, uh, you know, whether it's uh, AEW, like expanding their roster every single week. Like they just, they, they signed another guy yeah. the other day. And I don't even know who the fuck that guy is. Oh, yep. the captain. Yeah. Who yeah, is Sean- he? Sean Dean's been there for a while like it, he, on he, dark. He's never been featured on dynamite. I don't think I, I mean, I, I can't say for sure if he has, not, it's uh, been, uh, it's, no, Hey, shut up. I'm talking. <laughs> it's been in a multi-man tag, uh, but Sean Dean has been there for a while in the system. They didn't just grab a guy out of nowhere. No, so. I'm, but I'm, I'm just saying though, like uh, a lot you of know, indie call-ups, a lot of indie call-ups for a show that's already tight with, exactly exactly and 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 ostensibly elevate is going to be their you know their third show or you know their next turner show or we don't really know what it is um so hopefully they're going to be able to feature that but it's like you know uh you've still got uh mlw out there uh new japan is uh you know somewhat reopening and starting to acquire talent again um you know, uh, uh, Ring of Honor uh, has a kind of thin roster as it is looking to expand impact the same. So it's like the amount of guys that are available anymore, um, you know, has got to be, you know, where are they going to pull from uh, American pro wrestling? Like is Kilgore 99 going to show up in NWA? This was, like, a, this was a long walk to just mention American pro wrestling, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Get him dump truck. Get yeah, dump is, truck. Dump, is dump truck showing up? Like I, I, will, I will get myself a dump truck t-shirt if that shit happens, okay? I'm well, so confused. But, uh, you know, like... Shine run for life. Listen, <laughs> it, it, it's, I'm glad that the NWA isn't going away, but I'm with Shawnee that if I got to pay for it, there's no way. There is no way. Well, I hear Joey Ryan just had an event pull, dry up out from under him, Sweet so he's probably Jesus. looking for something. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's, it's horrible timing in general, like these guys are saying. I mean, both for where you're going to get talent from and also expecting wrestling fans to make time to watch you because of the fact of how much wrestling there is. And, you know, when you look at AEW kind of taking up three promotions at this point, right? Because, you know, you could tie in New Japan and Impact with them. There's that relationship going on. And, of course, you got WWE. So I think it's horrendous timing when it comes to this, especially you're asking people to pay because I don't know a ton of people that already have that subscription. So, I mean, it's not like you're going on a popular streaming service that, you know, a lot of people already have. And then since I already have it, I'll watch it. 
It's not one of those guys. It would have made more sense to go to one of the popular ones like a Netflix or something that a lot of people already have because you're not asking them to do anything extra to watch you. You're asking for too much at a horrible time when it comes to wrestling. All right, let's move on to our third and final question in the news and notes around the ring. Shawnee stealing the category away from Justin, so he gets the opportunity to uh, score three points here with this question. New Japan Pro Wrestling is uniting its IWGP Heavyweight Championship and their Intercontinental Championship. What is the new name of the United title? Oh, I do not know the answer to this, Chuck. It, oh, is it the Dick Togo Memorial Championship? Oh, I, you know, it's not. And Shawnee loses two points. Okay. What? No. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was, that was fairly entertaining. Um, let's move it over to uh, Justin. I believe you've got the least amount of points here. What's the name of the new United title? It's the I-95 24-7. Nope. 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 What, what else is, what else is that's our the truth one, That's there? the one that our truth lost to bad bunny. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. You know what? I get those mixed up all the time. I don't know. I didn't do my New Japan uh, study this week. I did get a New Japan question right last week, so I'm going to hang on that one for this question. Nate, you got an opportunity for three points. What is the name of the United title that is uniting the heavyweight championship and the Intercontinental Championship over in New Japan? Ah, The IWGP Championship. Uh, well, you got uh, two out of the four words in that title. Correct. It's going to be the IWGP world heavyweight championship cries in Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not much to discuss as far as, uh, this championship is concerned, but new Japan did kick off the first round of the new Japan cup. Have you guys seen any of this and do you have any thoughts on it? Erica? Yeah, I know. I'm like, and we'll turn this over to Erica right now. Yeah, um, well, uh, the first bit of action of the first round of the New Japan Cup happened during the anniversary show. And uh, Jeff Cobb went over on Kojima, which was expected, but Cobb looked outstanding. Uh, you had the great Okan go over on Tetsuya Naito. Naito has been battling a knee injury, so he kind of needs some time off to rest. So, but like great Okan looked fantastic. Um, I did not see Naito, uh, so I won't do any, but I did see some spoilers, but I won't announce them here. Um, the anniversary show, however, did feature the match get from um, yeah, Coda versus uh, El Desperado. And while, look, we all expected the heavyweight championship uh, holder to go over on the junior heavyweight championship holder, uh, it was still an outstanding match. I highly recommend people track it down uh, to give it a watch. Uh, like I said, kind of obvious Coda was going to go over because that's just how they do it, but it was still uh, some great action and uh, yay, New Japan. I'm very excited to see what this new title will look like too because New Japan's title belts are always very striking and, and, and just visually pleasing. They do belts well. They yeah. Have you ever seen New Japan's trophies though? Their trophy design is shit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so like, it's one of those things where I'm like, what the fuck is that? Who, who, who destroyed the trophy in the ring that one year? Um, well, there there were a couple of uh, trophies that were broken. The one I think you're referring to is the, um, oh god, it was it was whatever the the junior tournament was. Yeah. Um, I think 
it, it Hiromu had it, but then Naito broke it. But then they never fixed the trophy. Like the, tro- <laughs> <laughs> the trophy had like two wings or something. And then somehow yes, that Naito, sounds familiar. Yeah. Naito dropped it. And then one of the wings broke off and then they just never fixed it. <laughs> so Hiromu just carried around a broken trophy. Uh, and they're like, well, this is the trophy now, whatever. Uh, but like, I, I distinctly remember like Kenny Omega when he was full on cleaner cutting a promo uh, in the lead up to the G1 and the G1 trophy is horrendous looking. Yeah. It's not but good. he yeah. ended the promo I'm, I'm with Googling New Japan Pro Wrestling trophies as we speak. And the first one I was like, ugh, about was yeah. the G1. Yeah. And, and I know Kenny Omega ended like a promo saying, like, I can't wait to lift that ugly ass trophy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but he's right. It's so ugly. They do belt so well. The trophies are hideous. Rant over. One of my favorite things about uh, New Japan right now is on Friday nights after SmackDown, uh, they, they essentially, I think at 10 o'clock, actually, um, they release uh, a 30 minute video on YouTube, which is essentially all the people coming out of their matches and giving their promos, which they do in the sort of the style of UFC. Like you've just finished fighting. Now, what do you have to say to the audience? Right. And uh, there's so much great stuff and they they subtitle it for you. So I just like sit there and s- screenshot subtitle after subtitle. like I'm, I'm creating a whole language in uh, saved images from New Japan, which I'm a huge fan of. And I really <laughs> like the fact that right now Kenta is feuding with the, the new cameraman. Yes. Like he spends <laughs> a part of his promo asking why he's following him around, why he doesn't respond to him, what the hell he's doing and uh, <laughs> invading his space and just basically browbeating the guy. And it's hilarious. That's fantastic. All right. Well, we're at the end of our second round, Erica. Where do the points stand? Uh, we have Shawnee in the lead with five points. Nate with three points. Justin with one point heading into round three. Justin will kick things off oh i gotta give justin control of the board again my god and and oh. it's it's the wwe category so yeah look what you've, gone, look what you've done chuck look yeah, what you've done well, we're talking I have one spec- question from the no, news and notes i got a question right out of that like mazel tov tip of the hat sir i we're don't talking- have my hat but you know I what know. it looks like. I know exactly what it looks like. You know why? Because you, you put it on my podcast. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> We're talking smack draw for our third round here. And uh, Justin, you've got control of the board. Let's talk about, for one point, the biggest story out of Raw and SmackDown coming out of Elimination Chamber. Turns out The Miz, a transitional champion. Who is the new WWE champion? Bobby Lashley. That's right. The Almighty picking up a decided victory they pretty much frame the show around this which is pretty fascinating what do you guys think of this booking i can't hate bobby lashley being champion i can't right i i thought the writing leading up to it was great i think that the title bouncing around as much as it is so close to wrestlemania is horrible writing it, I, I get we still have you know X amount of weeks till WrestleMania, but there's been talks over and over, and it probably will be the case that they want to give Drew McIntyre a moment in front of the crowd, right? So that tells me that we're going to have at least one more title change between now and mid-April. The Miz deserves better. If you wanted Bobby Lashley to be champion right now, that's fine. Again, I have no problem with him being champion. Don't have the Miz cash in when he did. 
right? Have him beat Drew in between or ha have him in the elimination chamber and have him win the elimination chamber. There's so many different ways that we could have gotten to uh, Bobby Lashley being champion than having the Miz waste his briefcase. Cause again, we've talked about it before the Miz deserves another legitimate title run and to waste a cash in with anybody, let alone the Miz for a two week title run to lose it on a raw, not even a pay-per-view that's it's horrible writing, especially so close to WrestleMania. I think the Miz is at his best when he has an ax to grind and a grievance, and this gives him a really big sure. grievance and Drew's going to need something to do on the other side of WrestleMania, assuming that he takes it. I think a better WrestleMania match is Drew and Bobby, not Drew and Miz. If you think if you think Drew and Miz is a better WrestleMania match, I think you're crazy. Like Drew and Bobby is a phenomenal WrestleMania match. And I honestly like listen, I don't know that Miz deserves another title run or not. I think he's been a a, a pretty good heel and I've liked his shtick with Morrison, but again, He's better when he has a grievance. He's better when he can cut a promo, uh, you know, uh, 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 like he had been leading up to his his very short title run. So I think that that's that is a better program to put on the other side of mania and build up Drew and Bobby. Bobby is a legitimate genetic freak. He is. So yeah. cut, he's huge, he's a monster. I, I, he makes for a way better WrestleMania uh, poster, promo. I think you get more people in the door. I think you get more people interested. And again, you know, this is going to be the first WrestleMania over on Peacock. So you are, you know, while you're not maybe trying to sell tickets, you are trying to sell subscriptions. And I think, sure. ag again, Bobby is just a better opponent for Drew at, on, on a stage as big as WrestleMania. My WrestleMania matches Bobby Lashley, Miz, Sheamus, Drew, Fatal 4-Way, which, you, again, you could have done without wasting the Miz's money in the bank. But, Shawnee, go ahead. I don't particularly have deep thoughts on this. I mean, I, I think that Bobby... Bobby Lashley and the Hurt Business has probably been the best thing on Raw during the entirety of the pandemic. So, as you said, you can't really hate on him having the championship. And uh, I'm I'm never a fan of the that title. Like going back the the years that I've been watching, which I guess is about six or seven now. I that title has just never captivated me. So I'm 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 sort of odd in that I, I don't root for the biggest title in the company. I just sort of ignore it. I mean, keep in mind, remember how Miz got the briefcase in the first place. It's not like he actually won money in the bank. He okie doked Otis of all people like and it's Otis. Tucker, you know, like, yeah. But yeah. And where has Tucker been? Tucker has just disappeared, never to be seen again, except for that one time when he wore jobber tights. Yeah, um, oh yeah, that's right. When he was chasing the twenty four seven title. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> he's just he's gone. So it's it, you know, I think I think they legitimately didn't know what to do with Money in the Bank, and if you didn't kind of write off Money in the Bank when Otis held it, I don't know what to tell you, man. I just I I don't think it was figured into the picture this year, 
And they've been doing everything by the seat of their pants and trying to calculate things in terms of like, well, we don't need to sell tickets anymore. How else are we, you know, how else are we focusing the programming of this show? And I think it's, you know, most of what you're going to be seeing at WrestleMania is designed to to bring people into Peacock. Let me ask you guys this before we move on to our next question. So I watched this week's Monday Night Raw on Hulu a couple of days later. Notoriously, they cut the show in half, like yes. literally in half, an it's hour. And so a half. much more watchable, though. <laughs> right, for sure. But that means there's a whole bunch of you. You're, you know, somebody else is determining what you need to see, what you need to know out of it. So sometimes you miss a match that you'd really like to see. Obviously, yeah. what you needed to see this week was The Miz and Bobby Lashley. Did it seem weird once they made it a uh, a a lumberjack match that so many people were so excited to watch Miz get his ass kicked? I don't know if that was necessary, right? Like at first, like I thought the lumberjack match was, it was okay just to keep the Miz in the ring, but they had people so excited to go against the Miz. Right. Like there was no real story to why the entire roster wants to see Miz get his ass kicked. Other, uh, other than his in general reputation and demeanor and, you know, history in the company over the last 15 years. Like, I think that's that's reason enough. Okay, that's fair. That's, but, you're, that's, but it's also not a baby face. Bobby Lashley isn't a baby face that is, quote unquote, well respected within the locker room. It, yeah, no, you're, like it, you're it, right. You're right. It, it, I think that's I think that's why it was such a short program. Heel versus heel is not a good long term program. Right, you got to right. get that out of the way as soon as possible. And And they had set up the seeds. Listen, if they hadn't set the seeds for this. When you had MVP convincing uh, uh, Miz to cash in the briefcase, like I, I think that I think that the the uh, grievances would be a lot more um, valid. But I, I think that this is the story that they set up ever since you know Elimination Chamber. All right, well, let's hit our second question here, Justin. You've got an opportunity to get two points, whether I like it or not. <laughs> the spooky bullshit between Randy Orton and Alexa Bliss continued this week on Raw, and it appears that Bray Wyatt may have returned to deliver a video message to Orton. What form did Bray Wyatt take for this message? Randy Orton. That's right for two points. Um, Randy Orton, you know, all over our show this week. But uh, what do you guys think of the evolution of uh, this storyline? Y'all know I'm in for it. Look. I am when you think about how long this has gone on, when you think about the fact that it's going to lead to something at WrestleMania lengthwise, it is horrible when you talk about one storyline being told for this long, but I will say they have done a fan. I'm all for it with you, Chuck. And they've done a fantastic job to keep it interesting, intense, cool. I mean, we've said it before, right? Alexa bliss has carried a lot of this, you know, they took the fiend away for so long, Um, they've kind of tried to put Randy Orton elsewhere, but with the fiend following him and so on and so forth. So normally I'm against a storyline going this long, but I can't, I just can't hate this. I I can't. And I know all the grievances is going to be how long and how many matches are they going to have? And I get it, but I can't be against this. I think they've done a great job to keep it new, fresh in some different way each week to keep me interested. How the fuck are they going to do this? Did they did they watch Impact and see Ethan Page in Karate Man and go, we can do this better. We have so many more green screens. What the fuck are they going to do? Like, how do you do this? How do you make Randy Orton fight himself? Is he going to RKO? What the fuck? 
What is this? I sound like Jim Cornette right now. <laughs> what the actual fuck? I, I mean, listen, I, I, I think this is interesting, uh, you know, storytelling. I, I, if it were on Adult Swim, I'd be fascinated with it. But what the fuck is this doing on a wrestling show? I'm annoyed that it's gone on so long and it has fluctuated in terms of being a headline story and an almost non-existent story. Um, if yeah. once a month we got a headline punctuation of the story, I'd like it more. But the fact that they they ramped it all up and got me all excited and then they're like, oh, just kidding. Now it's going to be totally back burner for a really long time. It makes me dislike Raw as much as I have for the last several years. I just appreciated Nate saying he sounded Jim like Jim Cornette now and only now. <laughs> <laughs> that was my only takeaway. So back to you, Chuck. All right. Let's get our third and final question out of the way as far as Smacked Raw is considered. So Apollo Crews has been teasing a oh, new Jesus. version of himself for the last couple of weeks. And this week we finally saw it for three points. What nation is Apollo Crews uh, representing now? We've got this question before. Yeah, this this was a question last week, by the way. Was yeah, it? Yeah, bro. Yeah. What are you doing? I don't know. I was going off the I was going off panel or off the <laughs> questions because I really wanted to talk about this. <laughs> it's not there. I'm looking at the sheet too. I know. I know. I'm free balling this one because I wanted to talk I about asking it. a question you asked last week. Good God, I don't think Chuck. that's how you use the term. <laughs> fucking hell, man. I gotta edit these things. And I want to get <laughs> listeners. But if we're not all working together, we're going to have a real problem. Chuck went rogue. Who's, whose turn is it to guess this three-point question that was already asked last week? <laughs> it's Justin. Oh, my God. Am I answering it? Is this five seconds up yet? Go <laughs> ahead, Nigeria. Nigeria, Nigeria. <laughs> All right. Now that one's on me. I'll take the blame on that one. Well, you just handed the game to Justin. Good job. <laughs> well, you were the one that said you were going to throw it a half hour. I never now. did. I'm still trying to win, Chuck. <laughs> Erica, do I give him his three points? Do I ask one of your questions? I think you asked the question that you have the number three by. All right. That before, I we, wrote. before we get to that, Eric, how does it make you feel? after putting in all the effort to make these questions <laughs> when he just ejects it for a question that's already been asked. Now, now, you know what? I'm going to take some time and, and, and talk a little bit about question making. Um, I do spend a lot of time curating these questions to try and come up with the best topics that's going to lead to the best answers and discussions and uh, you know, it's, um, it's not easy after I spend all week creating content for a living to do so for 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 free and 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 when you do that i mean look if you wanted to free, go Chuck. off on, if you wanted to go out on your own pal and go into business for yourself and come up with a new question okay unbelievable sure go for it but you went rogue and you went into the <laughs> wayback machine and you, you answered a question we already asked the answer is the spin the doctors fuck, erica <laughs> guy are you feeling bad yet chuck all right justin for three points uh who got well this is technically six points 
This is technically six points. No, it's, no, it's three. No, it's not six. You're five it's seconds three. early. Was up four. All right. What, what was the question? Three, What's the question? Who got fired on SmackDown this week? Who got fired one. on SmackDown? Um. Oh, Reginald. That's right. Reginald getting fired by Carmella on SmackDown. Fantastic. Can we talk about Apollo Crews here for a second? <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the absolute fuck? I can't decide. I can't decide if this is the most racist thing that I saw this week or in my entire life, because they had him bring a spear to the ring. I'm not joking. I, that is not at all a joke. That was an actual prop flanked by dudes in military garb. What the fuck? Like who came up with this? Who uh, was it? Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard. Because if it is like, there is no way that this should be on television. Fox should be sending fucking people to the WWE headquarters in, in goddamn Connecticut going, what the actual fuck is this? I mean, Where did so this come from? Who thought this was a good idea and why, why in, why in the fuck would you reverse Kofi Kingston? Someone he had no accent. Has Apollo Crews ever had an accent? And now he has a thick accent. What the fuck? You're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. I mean, we, we've talked about Apollo Crews, not to completely dive into a different <laughs> subject, but uh, we talked about Apollo Crews and whether or not we'd like this heel turn. And at first we did. And then they just completely threw a curveball. It makes no sense. And don't give a guy an accent, right? <laughs> That why again, and it's going to screw Apollo Crews over. It's right, so, they, yeah, I, like I, you can't go back, right? From this, no, no, it's you can't go back. No, there's no way, there's no way, just as easy as you started it, you can go back. This is wrestling, this is what they do, and then not have it. You it's can't weird, it's weird. It. it made me a little uncomfortable, mostly for the militaria. Um, it I was so say, bad though, like all of it was just like. Like the combination of all of those things made me go, what? Like, wow. Like, I don't normally get offended at shit, but like, I was like, dude, this is really like deeply offensive. It's going to be interesting to see because, you know, we are a panel of white folks talking about an African-American character. And that's one of the reasons I'm not getting too deep into the discussion because I'm going to sort of stand back and, and because I follow Twitter you know, our Twitter feed, I follow people from all kinds of different little pockets of the wrestling fan world. And so I'm going to sort of wait. I'm very curious to see what the African-American fans that I do follow think of this angle. And I'm yeah. going to sort of rely and lean on that before I get emotionally tied up in my own thoughts on it. But I, it, I thought it was a curveball is a good way to say it. It was, it did make me mildly uncomfortable. I thought to myself, are we sure we want to start going, you know, are we going to start um, Googling Nigerian military history and adding that baggage to his character? Um, it's, it's, it's a bold, bold move. And I, I get where Nate's coming from, but I also want to see how African-American fans either rally around or uh, reject the character because oh, I think that's I more important. I watched this with Will yesterday and I'm not going to share his opinion, but you can, I'm sure you can find it uh, at Willie Zoot seven on Twitter, but I, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm alone on this one. I don't yeah. think I'm a man on a, a, a an Island to himself. 
No, well, it's I mean, going to be very polarizing, I think, across all segments of fans, right? Like, it's not going to be uh, one group loves it, another group hates it. I mean, I would think that there are going to be internal dialogue yeah. on this for a while. It's very, very bold, and it feels like regression, but I don't know that it necessarily is. Time is well, going to tell. And again, I mean, Sean, that's a perfect way to put it, kind of stand back when it comes to that side of it. Nate, you're not wrong at all. Um, and I, I, I have a good feeling you're not going to be alone on this at all. Um, but at the very, 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 very least, even if an outrage doesn't happen, which I kind of think it will, um, it makes absolutely it, it ruins Apollo Cruz's character for the for the only the sake of this dude never talked with an accent. Never had an accent. And now all of a sudden, because he wants a title, he has an accent that doesn't make any sense, period. Yeah. At all. And it, it, he didn't even take like, like he didn't even take like a strong blow to the head. And now he woke up with an accent. Like, sure, do, like at least do something, do something yes, to yes, make me believe yes. this. Right, right, right. And and for someone like Apollo Cruz, who has been held down in the mid card for how freaking long, despite being one of the best athletes on the show. And Two weeks ago, we were talking, or last week, whenever it was, of how excited we were that he's finally getting some type of push, and then this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you do you guys remember the last gimmick that Vince McMahon ever pushed to F, uh, to uh, the revival before they left for AEW, where they had him in in like like suspenders and yeah. it looked like they worked at hot dog on a stick. <laughs> okay, this is what happens when you say yes to that meeting like like what happened to to poor apollo cruz is what happens if you go i I, okay i really like my job here uh sure vince i'll try this yeah all right we've also seen plenty (sighs) of examples too uh, thinking about the new day where it's they weren't necessarily handed characters but they were given characters that they weren't quite sure that people were going to get and then figuring out a way to turn it into something people absolutely adore. So we can only hope that, you know, Apollo is, uh, is on the phone with big E from town to town or traveling with him from town to town and trying to figure out how can I take a thing that I'm not sure about and turn it into something everyone will love. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you take a chance and it doesn't work, right? Like this may have all been Apollo Cruz's idea. We do not know, you know, Oscar, when, when they did the Kabuki warriors, Chuck, uh, you and I, in the, some long lost episode, I don't know how that happened. Um, we were just going on and on about how jingoistic the name was and how clownish it was. And it turned out that Oscar was the one had introduced the name. So that, that's why I think that I'm, I'm being reserved on it. Um, I, I like the, the heel ferocity of Apollo Crews. I don't know that for all the reasons we've discussed that this particular promo has helped. Um, now, whether it has ruined his character, I think is perhaps a little hasty to say, but you know, I mean, it's WWE. They will, uh, they will find a way you know, it's only a matter of time before Apollo Cruz's character is ruined. We can be sure of that. Bare minimum, bare minimum. They should have taken him off TV for like, I don't know, six weeks. Like and then brought him back with uh, the new gimmick and an accent. Uh, then, like at least he spent some time off. T- it was literally like he was on uh, one episode ago, no accent. This week, accent. Like it, it, it was just it's so jarring. He that took a five day trip to Nigeria. Yeah, like even I think like even the most casual fan is gonna go. What happened here? Well, and it's not even that he's speaking a different language. It's the accent, right? Like, yeah. I, you know, I am with a Filipino who knows, obviously, 
English, and then she has Tagalog, which is the Filipino language. And if she wanted to, she obviously can speak in Tagalog. But if that was the case, it would make a little more sense. He's it's always it's his second language he knows. No, he's speaking English, but all of a sudden with a Nigerian accent. Right. That's where the it, the it makes no sense. You don't learn how to speak an accent and all of a sudden have it, especially in just a week. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe he's <laughs> not unless fluid. you're Madonna. That's the only time where I think that that's ever happened. Maybe he's as fluent as Tom Holland as far as faking an American accent and has been this entire time. All right, Erica, that's going to finish off all three rounds before we head into the final fall. Where do the points stand? A tight uh, game here, Chuck. We got Justin and Lee with seven points. Shawnee with five. Nate with three. And yeah, final fall. We're once again going back to prices, right? Stuff, guys. Oh, I know because I know you love it so much. <laughs> I know you love it because here's the thing. It's either prices, right? Or a random ass list. I make you name things off of. I All almost right? like that one better. Really? Are you sure? I personally do. I oh, personally do. All right. Ask in my opinion. All right. During you a New the- Japan Juniors tournament, eh? Interesting move, Justin. I know. Interesting move. <laughs> damn it, Justin. Just, just, uh, just. Uh, all you had to do was not say anything. All right. Well, let's uh, talk about this final fall here with Prices Right rules. Seeing as we're on the cusp of AEW Revolution, let's go back in the Wayback Machine and talk about last year's AEW Revolution. It was their last big pay per view before the pandemic hit in 2020. So it was the last pay per view with an actual full size crowd. Without going over, I'm asking you guys to name the attendance number of 2020's AEW Revolution pay-per-view. We will start with uh, the champ, Shawnee Constant. Shawnee, give me a number. How many people were at AEW Revolution last year? 12,500. Nate, you are up next. Do we get to know what city it was in? Or the venue? Yeah, the arena. Erica? That's a great question, and I, I pondered that as well. Um, if we do that now, I think Shawnee should be allowed to change his answer sure. if okay. he so chooses. Is that yeah, fair? Yeah, they, I, I think that's fair. Okay, yes. hold on. Let me. Uh, it was in Chicago, but let me oh, double probably. check the venue. So hold on. Either Allstate or United Center. The Wintrust Arena in Chicago, Illinois. Really? Thank you, Chuck. Wintrust. There you okay. go. So, uh, Shawnee, another opportunity there. Do you want to change your answer? Do you want to stick with the 12,000 number? Uh, I'm going to say 12,250. 12,250. All right. Okay. Write that down. Uh, Nate, your opportunity. Uh. 10,790. 790. All right. And Justin, finally, your opportunity. Win trust. Uh, let's go 11,279. 279. All right. The official answer is an even 11,000. That number is highly suspect. <laughs> <laughs> When do you ever see attendance numbers at an even number? (laughs) Right. Look, this was what was on the Internet. Okay, (laughs) it was either this or a big, long list. What do you want, fuckers? Apparently the big, long list. (laughs) Well, the 11,000 puts both Justin and Shawnee over 
with their guesses, which well, means some bitch. the 10 points goes to Nate. What? Good job, buddy. You know what? We got it. We got shut it back. Up. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> All right. I'll put 60 seconds on the clock. Nate, you uh, have won back your championship. But like I said, we're at uh, we're we're mere hours away from AEW Revolution. So if you want to spend your 60 seconds letting us know what match you're interested in and who you think the big surprise is going to be, take it away. No, I, I think, listen, just Apollo Cruz. I am so sorry on behalf of the wrestling world everywhere. Like what, whatever they're doing to you right now is beyond uncalled for. And I, I just, he, he's so talented and I, I don't mean to just go back to it, but it's just like, like I've never reacted to something in wrestling like that before, except for maybe Roddy Piper painting himself half black, like honest to God, this is really bad really, really bad. And I want to see Apollo survive it. Uh, last thing, CM Punk better show up tonight. He, he, you know, if it's not CM Punk, then they have overhyped this. Uh, Justin, or I should say, let's go to Shawnee. You, uh, unfortunately, after a couple of weeks on top, dropping the title to Nate. But uh, once again, we're on the cusp of revolution. What are your thoughts as far as what you're looking forward to and who you think the surprise is going to be? Well, first off, I do think there are going to be two surprises. I think we're going to have what will amount to an indie call-up during the ladder match and then someone huge at the end of the show. Um, I have no idea, man. I've been thinking about this, and every time someone suggests somebody, it seems like a logical suggestion to me. I've gone all over the board with it. You know, um, I think I guess perhaps Christian seems like the most likely candidate for the the big the big time star. Um, but I mean, who knows? And literally it could be Bork. It literally, you know, could be any number of people. I think that I don't think it has to be CM Punk. First off, I would be annoyed. Um, but I get where Nate's coming from there. I absolutely get where Nate's coming from, but, uh, I do think, you know, uh, they have hyped it up so much that it can't be just sort of like an RVD, for example, someone I thought was an early candidate, a legend of the past that will not feel like a great even if they are, um, you know, if they hadn't been hyped up so much, you know, a return of bully Ray might be a lot of fun. You know, uh, Tony Khan said he's going to be uh, the the guy they've signed. And they said, it is a guy uh, is committed and they're, they're going to be putting on matches for several years. That word committed makes me very curious if, if that, if looking back after we see who it was, if, if there was a question about their commitment, I guess that's that's one of the things I'm looking forward to. But I think it's going to be a great pay-per-view. Very, very excited for it. All right, Justin, your opportunity with uh, 60 seconds on the clock to hype revolution and, uh, you know, talk about your loss. They I mean, they've hyped this up to the point that I'm ordering a pay-per-view on cable for the first time in 15 years. OK, um, so they've done a phenomenal job of that um, now. I don't think this is necessary because they already have a, a loaded roster. But for the sake of the hype, Nate, I'm going to add one card. There you go. A big fat mid card, right? Nate, I'm going to add a name, CM Punk. <laughs> Careful to your mic, buddy. CM Punk's one because they've hyped this up a lot. I don't think it's a Christian or a Kurt Angle or a Rob Van Dam. I think that would be a, a disappointment because of how much. They've hyped it up. I don't think it's Bully Ray either. Um, the only other name, and this is a shot in the dark, and I, we, I've said this before, is AJ Styles. 
Okay, you're talking about someone for years. The Bullet Club storyline makes sense. He wasn't on Raw. Now, I don't know anything specific about contract situations, but I do know he was casually just not there at Raw. No explanation, no anything there. And he isn't really right in the middle of a big storyline. So it could make sense for him to jump ship. And I think that would make sense for how much they're hyping it up. And also makes sense for the story that they're telling in AEW. Uh, the only other name that would really fit this hype, unless there's someone I'm not thinking of, is a CM Punk, in my opinion. I think Christian, as much as I like him, he doesn't have years, and I don't think he fits the hype. Anything we missed this week, Erica, or anything uh, you wanted to hype up for tonight's Revolution pay-per-view? just wanted to go down a, a list of things I, I just wanted to mention briefly. One, Sean Spears' hair sucks. Uh, he oh, just looks yeah. like a doofus. Um, <laughs> and, and it just, it needed to be said. Number two, uh, Shaq going through a table was pretty cool. Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Shaq. Way over-delivered. As a celebrity match, was not interested. Way over-delivered. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I can't hate on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, however, since he disappeared, if he's somehow the mystery person in the ladder match, I will be furious. But I hope Tony Khan isn't dumb enough to do anything like that. How about um, if he comes back as Kazam after he disappeared out of the... Uh... Okay, now <laughs> speaking of movie shit, um, this is something funny that happened a few hours before uh, we started recording. Uh, and uh, AEW filed a trademark uh, on the use of Captain Insano, but it's only for video game use. But I, I appreciate the fact that they had enough of a sense of the humor to file that trademark. I think that's funny. Um, last but not least, and this also came out a few hours before we started recording, um, supposedly there is a leg slapping ban uh, in yeah. the WWE now. <laughs> Apparently Vince McMahon got uh, a little uptight about somebody's use of it. And um, like, there's now a sign like, do not slap your leg when kicking somebody in gorilla. And I love how that's the squeaky wheel that's getting the grease. Right. That's the problem in <laughs> problem WWE. Solved. It's you know the what? leg slapping. That's the what the kids are hating. Yeah. Through the roof now. And if that, that entire story, I mean, who knows? That could be just a rumor. Who's to say? But if that is true, that entire story is symbolic of WWE as a whole right now. The good like, news of that is that Adam Cole will definitely j be jumping ship when his contract is over because he has <laughs> no act anymore. Yeah, that's his, that's his, well, I mean, well, how do we know what his uh, contract sitch is, Adam Cole's? I think that he's like, he's sort of winding towards the end of it, uh, like sort of think. like Cesaro. What um, if, Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Looking forward to the uh, looking forward to the faction showing up in some independent show of the Usos, Adam Cole, and Johnny Gargano. Because, <laughs> like, what if Adam Cole shows up at AEW? He's right in the middle of a storyline, though. With that, that's, I don't. That's think, true. I know. I don't think just, he would we, want to do that to the guys in Undisputed Era. True. It's wishful thinking, though, because it's I. I just want Adam Cole to go somewhere where he's not going to be fucked over, and he's going to be fucked over once he goes to the, the main roster, which we all know and we have discussed yeah. at length. But anyway, mm -hmm. ending on a strong note once again, Sean Spears's hair sucks. All right, I can't <laughs> stress it enough. He looks like a dumbass. He, uh, the fact that his girlfriend uh, uh, is is he still with Peyton Royce? Do we I know? Believe so. Yes. Yeah. Like, like, come on, she's beautiful, and you do that to your hair. Get it together, asshole. He doesn't Done. have to try anymore. He got Peyton Royce. <sighs> Justin, where can people find you online? Uh, all over social media at JV underscore sports underscore talk. 
jvsportstalk.com and the JV Sports Talk pay-per-view pod. Shout out to Erica uh, no, and cut Nate. His, cut his mic. No, cut, they, they came on my show this week talking about AEW Revolution. I'll be live tweeting at PPV underscore pod. And hey, I'm on TikTok too, at JV Sports Talk. All right, all right, all right. We get it. You're very internet-y. Sean, <laughs> where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me groaning about nerds. Over at uh, One Fall Show on Twitter at Shawnee Constant. Uh, find me on Instagram at Shawnee.constant. And you can find me on the uh, Talk Horror to Me podcast with you, sir. Uh, we don't ask you to uh, follow any kind of math or yeah, timelines. So uh, I think it suits you really well. And our friend Elizabeth. Yeah, I can free ball all I want over on Talk Horror to Me. That's true. Uh, Nate, where can people find you online? Find me at Nate Benderama on Twitter and streaming live at uh, twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays for Super Universe. That's right. And uh, Erica? Uh, people could find me on Twitter and Instagram at I hate Sean Spears's hair. And oh, no, that's know. a new one. No, yeah, I I, I, I that, that is not my handle. Uh, at Erica underscore Bannis on Twitter and Instagram. And I've been your host, Chuck Bean. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash C-H-Z-U-C-K. You can also find me, as Shawnee said, on the one or on the Talk Horror to Me podcast. I'm on the One Fall Show podcast right now as we speak. What am I thinking? You can also find me on the Nerd Radio podcast on WRIF.com. Everybody, make sure to uh, send Erica nice things on Twitter and let her know how much we appreciate her doing the questions and that I should probably follow them more. Uh, and uh, as far as AEW Revolution is concerned, as we sign off, I want to see... Big pop pump. Holler if you hear me. Numbers don't lie, Chuck. <laughs> Get out of here. What <laughs>All right, so let's just do a like, quick thumbs up, thumbs down around like um, the room. So right now I'm looking to be Justin, Nate, Erica, Chuck, Christian. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Like, it, like, would we be happy if he's there or do we think he's the surprise? No, would you enjoy it? Yeah, would you approve? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd be I guess. Okay I'd be, okay. Yeah, I'd be okay with it. I think that it would be overhyped, but I'd be okay. With it. Yeah, I'd be fine. I wouldn't be upset, you know, if he's able to work good on him. Okay, so the uh, ladder match, all Ethan, all ego, Ethan Page. Any fans of him here? Sure. Sure. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's all right. Definitely not his karate man. <laughs> I don't know. No, what yeah, right. I mean, yeah. yeah. that. the karate man thing was 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 funny. I just think like WWE doing it with Randy is kind of weird. Yeah, that's yeah. why I actually think Christian is is a pretty good name because you can have him kind of climb the the rungs of the ladder in the uh, mid to upper card See. and sort of work his way towards towards Kenny Omega. And well, that's he's what got I, kind of a he's got kind of a mid card uh, legacy to him. Like that he's, too. historically, he's yes. a guy that's super easy to work with and has had uh, a pretty good legacy. So anybody that he touches, um, much like Matt Hardy being an AEW, anybody that Christian gets in the ring with is going to be better coming out of that match. Yeah, I think but that's I, a really good assessment. Coco beware. Coco beware is going to be Coco beware is all elite, you guys. (laughs) Coco beware is all elite. Yes. Yes. Listen, 
Right. Kane's God help us all. Kane is the mayor of a county. All right. Get your <laughs> tell, ass back. Tell him to the guy that showed up in a Halloween costume for a funeral. Things. Right. <laughs> <sighs> I'm just happy. I've, I said it before we started recording, too. I'm happy watching you guys in the group chat and listening to you talk right now. I'm happy to see my wrestling friends. Yes. So excited. Yes. A I week agree. going into a pay per view as opposed thing, to a week or two ago, and we're like, Yeah, Elimination Chambers tonight. Eh, I hope it's okay. I do have titles. Okay, so here's what I got uh, uh, Bad Bunny versus Soldier Boy. Don't book it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we all apparently love spooky bullshit now. Uh, did WWE watch Karate Man and like it? Uh, Chuck's free balling, not like that. Uh, <laughs> has has Apollo Cruz become a reverse Kofi Kingston? Uh, only Madonna can randomly adopt an accent, and then just once again, we're so sorry, Apollo Cruz. That's yeah. it. That's we're it. just so sorry. I, I'm leaning towards Soldier Boy. That's my personal. Yeah, that's pretty good. Also, at the same time, I, I'm still going to lobby for Sean Spears's hair sucks. His Sean Spears' uh, hair sucks. I was surprised it was not. It, noted. it really sucks. Yeah. And I I do like the rundown. That's cool. I can do that. But if but we also have we have canon, you can always go anything related to Dick Togo, anything related to Big Van right. Vader, anything related to the spin doctors, right. anything related yeah, right. to the rat pack. You know, so you can throw in those what like, oh, shit, talkers? I've only got two. We have, well, we can we round have... it out with a third one by throwing in some old bit. Look, we had a Tucker reference. I want Butt Tucker to come back too. <laughs> I was I disappointed that... no one grabbed my my uh, don't be a Marty <laughs> catchphrase. Yeah. I just I yeah, just don't want back. I well, first of all, I'm I'm super glad that like the wrestlers in NJPW strong were like, no, we don't want him here. Fuck off. Yeah. But, like they yeah, were the yeah, ones yeah. That, that they were the ones that that stepped up and said, no, do no. So good on them for for um, just sticking to their guns and yeah, I was not such wanting a that. big Marty Skrull, Mark. I oh sure loved the villain. Yeah, wanted, I did too. I really liked him, and uh, it just it really sucks. Like the whole thing sucks. So nice. I'm just saying we're adults, and we're, <laughs> and we're raising a child. Oh, I love it, Shawnee. Did you have something? All right, so I'm going to go through a list of five questions, Erica. They're not; they're just predictions. Um, okay. And uh, once you give yours, you can jet if you want, and we can continue to record until everyone wants to just wander off. So, Erica, first off, who's going to win the Casino Battle Royale? Which tag team is going to get that? Um, I'm thinking uh, Reynolds and Silver. All right. Who is going to win the um, the Bucks uh, Jericho match? I'm I'm hoping Young Bucks. All right. Who's going to be the latter person, the uh, the latter match surprise? I still think yeah. it's going to be Ethan Page. Page. Okay. All right. Who wins the um, the exploding barbed wire death match, which we haven't talked about? Um, I think it's going to be Kenny. And who's the big signing? Uh, I, I mean, ba- I, I, I'm going to play it safe and just go Christian because uh, I just I I just don't know. It right. seems like the safest bet. I was going through old CDs that I uh, backed stuff up for my computer, and I found the WrestleMania Fan Access SmackDown Call a Match DVD Check. that I had gotten when they had WrestleMania 23 here. Oh my god! 
which has me calling a match between uh, Chris Benoit and I think Paul Burchill on SmackDown for a minute or two there. As I said, what's up, nerds? Yeah, right. I was at that, I was at that WrestleMania. Eleven year old me was there. <laughs> 